Does the Black Moon howl? Only for those with an unwavering desire to hear the truth. Access granted. You have been selected for an opportunity. An orientation as a trusted associate, if you will, into the secured, contained, and protected files of the Foundation. SCP Unredacted distributes new files for review, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, on secure channels on YouTube, Spotify, and scp-unredacted.captivate.fm. This week, we talk wiki staff promotions, Kelsey has a chat with the lead developer for SCP Daybreak, we'll sit down and roll some dice with author and wiki staff member CDI Think, and we'll fill you in about Bingo and Marcellus Reigns. Since our last episode, the moon has traveled 67,400 miles. You should all walk 15 feet, go outside, and touch some grass. It's been that kind of week. Yeah. I flash my street lights. Keep waiting till you've arrived. Let it unfold. Let it unfold. Give me a reason to feel right. I keep waiting for the morning light. I let him fall. Distinguished guests, we bring you tidings. I'm Kelsey. I'm Cassie. And I'm Noli. The K is silent. And this is STP Weekly. Now in Espanol. What have we been up to over the last couple of weeks? <laughs> I had to uh, relocate uh, my apartment property. We just got like a random text during the day that uh, saying like, Hey, so the uh, structural uh, integrity of the floor below you might not be that super great, so we're going to need you to get the fuck out as soon as possible. Holy shit. What about you, Cassie? What you been up to? I feel like shit has happened and I just completely lost it. I know, I'm the same way. Like, I, I, we were just here doing this, like, yesterday <laughs> was our last episode. Uh, at work today, I, I sold, like, two grand worth of stuff. Maybe. Uh, and would they right give you, like, now. a pickle jar for compensation? Yeah. Like, no, nothing not in it, even. just a jar. There's not even a good job. No. <laughs> it's just. It's just the job. It's sales. All right. Before we go to on-site news, Lord Blackwood presents. Ah, my dear audience, allow me to regale you with the most amusing commentary from what appears to be internship candidates for the Records and Information Security Administration. It appears these fine individuals have offered their opinions on our literary endeavors. Ah, what a delightful start. 
downvoted for the lack of biblically accurate angels and the waste of a good premise on a horribly unfunny joke. Much like a skeptical observer of an expedition, this comment remains safely on the sidelines. My dear sir or madam, offering criticism without contributing to the journey is no way to seize your place in the annals of history. Fortune favors the brave, as they say. And behold, another gem. Downvoting. I always feel bad downvoting something which has obviously had a lot of hard work going into it, but the jokes never quite land. I cannot articulate why, as making fun of Musk's Twitter nonsense is both easy and fun. Maybe it's losing the it's funny because it's true aspect. The screenshots look badly edited and I cannot tell if it is on purpose. Well, in the spirit of camaraderie, perhaps our critics could join us on this literary expedition and contribute their insights instead of merely registering complaints. And here, the piece de resistance. I'm sure this took a while to put together, so I can't call it low effort. But it sure isn't an interesting piece of fiction. It appears these critics have forgotten the essence of collaborative writing. To explore diverse perspectives and embrace the unknown. <laughs> In conclusion, my dear audience, let us take these critiques not as impediments to our grand literary voyage, but as the turbulent seas upon which we sail. For even in criticism, there is a peculiar charm, much like the eccentricity of my generous hosts. To endless exploration and the joy of words. Nolan, what's going on on site? The SCP Wiki Junior staff fall promotion cycle is upon us. Team captains nominate junior staff who have proven their work ethic and trustworthiness to official staff positions on the wiki. The following members have been nominated for this cycle. For Discord moderation, Avocado Milk and Divine Phobia. Mass, Maintenance and Ancillary Staff, Cicada3301 Fan, and Parallel Potatoes. Community Outreach, Diana Berry, Love Marginal, and Parallel Potatoes. For licensing, our minus stay. For Discord crit, Fly Purgatorio and Scaly Kitty. IRC crit, Mew Itiverse. Ambassadors, International Branch Relations, Tetsa Squared. Any site user can respond to any concerns or support, including the candidate in question. Staff voting begins on October 8th and ends on the 15th when official results will be posted. The SCPES 300 contest has begun. Similar to the main site's KCONs, the Spanish branch of the SCP Wiki is holding a contest to determine which article will claim the esteemed ES 300 slot. The theme of this contest is one that many SCP fans know well, monsters. From swarms of tiny creepy crawlies to large hulking forms the human mind can barely comprehend, there are many ways to interpret this theme. It doesn't even need to be horror as long as there's a monster present in the story. The posting period began on September 28th. Stop by to check it out. Cassie, you want to tell us about the new skips? 
New SCP articles. How many new skips? 39. Any over 100 upvotes? Sadly, none. Any over 50? One. These are all so deserving. Please take the time to read through them. New tales. How many new? 16. Any over 100 upvotes? One. The SCP-8000 contest bingo. We're going to talk about that later. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we are. Any over 50? Not yet, but hopefully this will help a little bit. Opinion! Forum suggestion from Dr. Blackbox. Dr. Blackbox made an interesting proposal in the SCP Wiki forums. They write, My brain usually notices any images, followed by the CSS, the theme of the page, then the rating module all before I can even think about the actual contents. All three of these tend to influence my expectations before I've ever read a word. If a page has fancy CSS, I assume it's probably part of a canon or by a more established author. If the image is AI-generated or fan art or something, I assume it's a cold post. And if the rating is any lower than negative one, I assume I'm not going to like it. I've seen an article with negative two or lower get saved from deletion probably less than five times in all the years I've been here. And for years, I assumed anything in that state was just awful. It was surprising when I first started noticing I liked a handful of pages in that state. I can't be the only one that prematurely judged pages for this reason, and I feel like it's a and I feel like that's a good part of why votes seem to snowball. As for potential solutions, the only thing I've been able to come up with that wouldn't be needlessly complicated or tedious for a universal site function is putting the rating module at the bottom. So it's one of the last things you see. While it'd still probably influence your rating near the end, which is usually a formative portion of the page, you still would have read the rest without really caring about the rating. The original forum post expounds on the idea more thoroughly. Nolan and Kelsey, what are your thoughts on this? Ooh, I've read a couple of the, so I'm seeing it more often. Um, I think that this is going to fall flat on its face as like a formal change to pages on the wiki. Um, just kind of knowing the way, observing the way that staff operates, I think they're going to um, not really do anything with it. But I do think it's a great idea because I've oh, seen yeah. those pages. I've done the same thing. Like I, I'll read this, like this has got five upvotes and it's been here for two weeks. Like, why would I read this? That's probably why it only has five upvotes is because it could be great and nobody's reading. Yeah. I have literally never, I don't even look at votes. Like I just, oh, this is about this thing. There, the SCP wiki app on my cell phone has a random button. Mm. So when I hit random, it just throws something at me, a tail or an SCP or something. And I don't know what the upvotes are. It doesn't show it. I just read. And then I'm like, oh, I like it. And I save it. And I didn't actually join the wiki until four months ago. So I was incapable of voting up or down. If I didn't like it, I just moved on. Nolan, you seem like the kind of person who doesn't give a shit what rating is on that article. Yeah. Yep. I. For me, yep. it's just, 
you know, if I if I buy with what it's going through, then you know I'll like it. You know, these are really good articles, but they don't really get covered that much. Like nobody really talks about them. Yeah. And it's it kind of just gives the idea of like, oh, if it doesn't have that high of an art, if it doesn't have that high of a rating, then it's not worth reading. When a lot of times it's really the exact opposite. When some of the maybe not like lowest rated, but some that are incredibly underrated can be some of the best stories yeah. that you might read on the wiki. Yeah, and that's kind of where it comes in for me, like curating the stories when you run a reading channel. I don't get a lot of opportunity to read for my own enjoyment. Most of the reading that I do is curating to figure out which articles to read. So there's, I, I fall into like the scan phase where it's like, okay, no, 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 no. And I'll start to do that. I'll fall into that ratings trap. We're like, okay, I've got like 45 more minutes to do this. And I've, you know, I need three more articles for the roster for this season. So I'm not even going to stop and look if it's got less than 20 upvotes. And it sucks. I don't want to do that. But like, it, it's like a necessary evil that I have you to go should, through. You should download this app. Whatever the tags are, you can see that too. And that's one. I've been I've been on the I've had an account I think since 2016 I've been on the wiki for a while like just after I think the SCP 2000 contest mm. and I just discovered tags like in the last year. <laughs> <laughs> it's SCP Reader. SCP Reader. I will I will definitely yeah, check that out. Yeah, it's just a little bit of nothing, and you just hit <laughs> random, and you can save your favorites. You can download giant articles to read for later. Yeah, and right. it's it's really amazing because it just shows everything right there in a little format, and you just read through it. Yeah, and there's and because there's like uh, ones that are very well made, but don't have as many upvotes as they probably should because uh, the creators of uh, the SCP Five K uh, game, like they have articles that they help contribute on the wiki to like expand the lore of what's going on in universe of the game for the sake of the game yeah for like so they and they've had like a big name authors to work on it too like uh placeholder mcdoctorate uh i think maybe billeth i might be wrong but they've done one on like uh pattern screamers uh that's like an enemy that they've had in an update uh and they've done another one that i know of on 3125 uh it's really tragic that a lot of the hard work that some people put in just goes unnoticed yeah and i think too um you know on the subject of where do we place that rating module i think too placing it at the bottom of the article it it's more of an incentive because when you get to the end of an article now I have to like, what do, what do you want to do when you get to the end of the article? One of two things. I either I'm going to go and read the comments of this now or I'm going to go and find another article to read. It's that it's yeah. an extra step that I have to take to go all the way back up to the top of that page to vote on that article. So I think putting them at the bottom of the article when you're done reading. Oh, yep. Rating module. Click. You're going to see an increase in total number of votes whether it's up votes or down votes you'll see an increase in the total number of votes and yeah. i 
I still, I can't be bothered with going to the bottom and looking at history or comments to even notice who the authors are half the time. So what do you think? Listeners, should the rating module be moved to the bottom of articles? Send us an email at scpweekly.mail at gmail.com or respond to our Twitter poll at scpweekly. Well, folks, it's that time of year again where the spooky season is upon us. And what better way to celebrate this time of scares and frights than by listening to a pre-recorded skit by three random people from the internet. These are... Tales from the Deep Well. Item number SCP Class Keter Special Containment Procedures SCP Also called Simon Has a special ability He is able to summon a flame at his fingertips that we've studied can go over 1600 degrees Celsius and melt or burn through almost any material. So we have put heavy leather gloves with steel molded around the fingers on SCP. We hope it stops them from melting the window like the previous incidents in this past week. However, we are getting SCP a fireproof window, so We do not risk the chance of a containment breach here at Foundation Site 58. Description SCP is a tall humanoid figure in a white dress shirt, a black vest, and black pants with fluffy, dirty blonde hair. SCP's eyes are a beautiful amber that we believe are affected by SCP's ability with fire. However, we have yet to test that theory. SCP's temperature is controlled by the consumption of charcoal rocks found near areas with volcanic activity. If SCP doesn't consume these rocks within a time span of four weeks, then he will die and his body will turn to stone. Most times, SCP was usually very smug and cocky towards our research teams. SCP believes it makes him rather charming, and even when SCP was on the verge of death, he won't hold back with snarky jokes, considering our last interaction with SCP. As of right now, SCP, or Simon, is classified as a Keter. There is no further information about SCP at the moment. Let's take a break before we go off-site. Thanks to our sponsor, Dotto's Clean Out the Poop Shoot Pill. Dotto is here many people say world is shit, so Dotto is think, how is Dotto help world clean up the shit? Fortunately, Dotto is very clever, so make the poop removal pill yes. As always, we appreciate the generous contribution to the show. My intestines have declared independence, and this pill is their national anthem. <laughs> Vive la Revolution. I hadn't read that before! Well, this pill is the national anthem. Is a... Well fucking written. Well fucking 1010. That's such a good sentence. 
For STP YouTube this week, we've got a certain highlight that's caught the attention of some big names in the business. Forlorn Creature released an SCP animation this week called Legend of the Janitor, but appears to be the first part in a series centered around a mysterious yet seemingly unremarkable janitor working for the SCP Foundation who holds secrets that one researcher seems keen to get their hands on. Big SCP content creators like the Vulgan and Dr. Sherman of Psych42 have been praising this for not only its unique style of animation, but its quality of writing and world building for just the first episode. Link to the video is in the show notes below. The Exploring series has started a new month-long series where every day for the month of October, he's going to cover a different entry from last year's SCP anthology, The ABCs of Death where 31 authors were each tasked with creating a story correlating with a different letter of the alphabet. As such, he started with the entry by popular wiki author and one of my personal favorite writers, Metaphysician. In his article, A is for Annihilation, where the Foundation encounters a group of nihilistic Buddhist monks who not only welcome death, but seek total oblivion. Check out the video and go read the original articles in the anthology. So, um, Mr. Unredacted, where's your version of Every Day of October? Yo. Nah, dog. <clears throat> Listen, when I heard that this, when I heard that Exploring was doing 31, and not just, but like he was doing the ABCs of Death 31 episodes in 31 days, I was like. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Dude, he's, he has probably had to have been working on that, I would say, for at least the last three to four, three, four, five, maybe even six months. Because <clears throat> I did, I did, I think, eight of them. And it wore me out. One of those was P is for Pluto, previously, presently Primrose, which he didn't do. <laughs> he actually redirected over to SCP Unredacted. Um, and I see you because I think mine was like two and a half hours long. It was one. One of them was two and a half hours long. Yeah. Yeah, because like he said how uh, in his Patreon that the recordings for them, some of them are short as five minutes, but some yeah. are as long as between like one to two hours. Yeah. And, what the fuck? Yeah. He specifically said that he's not doing... Uh, he is for Pluto because he was already like getting burnt out by that. Uh, and, but he still highly recommended like people actually go read the article and redirect it uh, to yeah. unredacted to go listen to it. Which I appreciate that. I got a good little bump in subscribers just from that one little shout out. But this is not about me. This is about the exploring <laughs> series in 31 episodes in 31 days. God damn it. He has said that like for October 31st, He's just releasing uh, a compilation video of all of them as one, which he said is probably going to be between like eight to ten hours long. Yeah. Holy shit! I'm going to fall asleep to that every night for like four months. That's a lot of work in the booth. That's a lot of work in editing. Like hats off to the guy for doing 31 episodes in 31 days. He, he's had to have been working on that for a long time. Yep. He've already released A is for Annihilation. Which means by the time this airs, we'll have our third episode. Yeah. Tomorrow morning, he's releasing uh, 
B is for Bloodborne by uh, Marcellus, which uh, yeah. that could be a bit controversial. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not even his fault, really, because he he released it on his Patreon first, and then the controversy uh, came out. So it's really just a count of like bad, like a bad coincidence, bad luck. Yeah, I did the exact same thing. I recorded a, I recorded a Marcellus Reigns um, episode like two days before they got banned from the site. Mm. Still ran with it. Like it is what it is. Production time is production time. So, yeah, it's just a matter of timing. That's, it was probably their last article. So on the on the topic of spending a long time on a passion project, this week I had a chance to sit down with Squiffy, the lead developer for SCP Daybreak, the video game currently being developed on Steam. So I'm chatting with Squiffy, the lead developer for SCP Daybreak, the open-ended, exploration-focused survival horror game in development by Daybreak Studios and Altus Interactive. Squiffy, thank you for joining us. I'm excited to see what your team is doing with Daybreak. Can you tell us a little bit about where you are in the development process? Uh, the game is currently in pre-alpha playtesting. The demo is free on Steam. You can try it right now. Uh, to give your own ideas and to fix up the bugs that are currently in the demo. About how many people do you have on board right now that are um, playtesting? Um, we have roughly 200 uh, current participants. Can we talk about anomalies? Uh, yes, we can, actually. There's a list of anomalies that you've included in the game. What made you choose the anomalies that you're putting in the game? This is going to be a bit of a tangent for me, but uh, SP-001, when Daybreaks, is the main anomaly in the game. I like when Daybreaks specifically because it's a unique twist on the pre-existing horror genre, which is uh, dark, bad, light, good, where most of the pieces from many horror games specifically tap on the primal fear of darkness. We all hate darkness. It's scary to us when we were children. So... Video games tend to say, oh, there's a scary monster in the dark. It's effective, yes, but sometimes you can twist that perception of reality and screw up our brain's perception, like, don't walk into the light, the darkness is safe, and that makes the player much more tense because they don't know what to expect from this horror game because it switches up all of the pre-existing notions. Such a good format for a horror game. Yeah, it's also one of my favorites due to the actual implications of it. Daybreak's definitely one of the more thought-provoking anomalies. Can we expect to see any familiar faces in the game in terms of anomalous entities, researchers, O5s, MTFs, those sort of things? A lot of security guards and MTF will be pretty much disbanded upon the initial start of the event, so there might be some lone survivors but hmm. the o5 council and alpha one will play a much more important role than just being completely vanished this is another thing we're planning to have like after each chapter like initially you see the the starting area it's clean kind of clean it's like a bit of rubble a bit of cracks in the wall files everywhere like everything's tossed around and junk everywhere and um, 
like as you play through the game you start to see the environment degrade like like missile strikes in certain areas or vehicles tossed around fires starting um things just breaking like pipes getting destroyed roofs collapsing the sky starting to get more cloudy and cloudy as time goes on and smoke filling the sky i can't think of a more appropriate concept for a game than daybreak to acknowledge and include the concept of entropy, that's going to be an important element that really um, brings engagement in for the player. You know, we talked about things changing in the game. Um, let's talk meta a little bit. Is there a plan to change the game as the community changes and grows and more lore is added um, to not just Daybreak, but the entire SCP uh, multiverse? Yeah, totally. There will be a workshop that we will eventually create to have mods of the game to create your own stories and to create your own like little takes on the on the scenario. Some community uh, mods and add add-ons will be absorbed or kind of integrated into Daybreak as official projects. If, for example, you create a vehicle mod or a VR mod of the game. You know, again, going back to um, kind of petitioning for developers to come into the game, you know, here's the chance to be a big fish in a small pond if you have those skills. And Do you have any screenshots or um, audio clips that you, we can share with the community? We can put them up on the public side of our Patreon page so anybody can go and look and see uh, what you guys are, are developing within the game. Do you have anything you'd like to share? Uh, we do have some audio clips. Uh, some of them are from the secondary characters, uh, but we do have a lot of unreleased music from the game and a few screenshots. Let's play some of those character clips. Can you set these up for me? Okay, so the clip you're about to hear is a character named Aaron. He's supposed to be your guide throughout this uh abandoned facility at this point he is a security guard trapped in the lower levels and you could save him if needed but there might be some things about him that might not be trusting exactly hey hey over here around the corner to your right the walkie talkie on the table oh thank christ you're alive I'm Dr. Warner well just Aaron now titles don't mean much under these circumstances uh, I'm tracking you with the security system. We're going to get you out of there. So the music that's playing in the background now is original music from Daybreak? Yes, we have a lot of talented uh, musicians here that have created a lot of great elements. Cliff, there seems to be a lot of passion going into this project. When people tell their kids about playing Daybreak 20 years from now, what do you hope is the thing that sets it apart from other contemporary games in their memory. I hope this game will be more than just a game. It should be about like a story, about a what if. Can you share your contact information for listeners who are interested in checking Daybreak out or contributing to development? Uh, yeah, sure. You can find the Discord link within the YouTube channel. Daybreak Studios is the official Discord, but I'd recommend if you want to contact me personally at Squiffy. All right, again, the Daybreak Discord is Daybreak Studios. You can contact Squiffy directly on Discord at Squiffy, S-Q-U-I-F-F-Y. 
You can check out their YouTube channel at SCP Daybreak 1917. Thank you so much for joining us and filling us in on what you guys are doing with Daybreak Squiffy. And definitely keep us posted on your progress as you guys get further uh, in the game's development. Thank you for having me. Uh, it is a pleasure to be on this. And I appreciate that you guys are willing to go through this effort to show our game off. Thanks. We'll put all the SCP Daybreak links in the show notes. The full 30-minute interview will be available on our Patreon and on the SCP Daybreak YouTube channel at the link right here. If you're interested in playtesting or becoming part of the development team, you can contact Squiffy directly on Discord at Squiffy, S-Q-U-I-F-F-Y. What's going on in podcast, Cassie? Find Us Alive was edged out in the podcast People's Choice Awards this weekend by Bedtime Stories for Insomniacs. Find Us Alive boasts four awards, has half a million plays across multiple platforms, and a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Their newest project, Hymns for the Road, centered around a road trip across a fantasy wasteland that was once America, is currently in production and is scheduled to release in about 10 months. In social media, Plague PJP has found themselves in the center of controversy this week after posting, of all things, an 8K Con bingo card. The card, part of an unofficial contest that is not moderated by Wiki staff, is randomized for each specific user. With squares containing SCP-8000 contest entry criteria, such as article with one big word as its title, rounder house tries, and more than 10 angry responses to a negative critique. The game comes complete with a roster of judges and prizes, including a $100 commission from the artist of the winner's choice, paid for by Plague PJP and Harry Blaine. Things went south when a critical discussion post by user Chewbacca, and no, it's not spelled how you think it is, set off a chain reaction of comments in both defense and criticism of Plague and the bingo card concept. Plague took to the site, formerly known as Twitter, to post a statement in defense. Quote, My intent, as said, was to give a fun little thing to play alongside the upcoming 8000 contest. I had no ill intentions when creating some of the less than positive cards. I was attempting to make something like someone responding negatively to critique or a misfire community event to be made light of so people could laugh at themselves. Plague PJP is author or co-author of at least 38 articles, including the winner of the SCP Discord meme contest Hog Slice, two SCP-001 proposals, and multiple KCON entries. Although inevitable, the SCP-8000 contest is not currently in effect, nor is it scheduled to occur. On the subject of the site formerly known as Twitter, we need to talk about Marcellus Reigns. We're not going to offer any opinions here, just present facts to clarify what is blazing across SCP Twitter. Marcellus Reigns was permanently banned from the wiki on 31 August. The anti-harassment team log post from that date reads, AHT received a report on user Marceline Reigns. After investigating, we found the following behaviors in violation of the anti-harassment policy. Egregious off-site incident of a sexual nature. Unwelcome sexual attention, including sending users sexual images, pressuring sexual discussion or interaction, or repeated unwanted flirting. 
repeated inappropriate social contact, such as requesting slash assuming inappropriate levels of intimacy with others. Given the severity of the offense and after deliberation, anti-harassment team has elected to permanently ban them from the site. Additionally, AHT received information and concerns regarding a relationship between Marceline Rains and another user. This ban is not based on those details, but an ancillary incident. Marceline Rains has since taken to Twitter and posted screenshots of a text conversation, which we infer from the screenshots to be between Marceline and their sister. In this text conversation, Marceline recounts an event during which they, in a stated attempt to get in the good graces of their landlord, became intoxicated on alcohol and hallucinogenic substances, and through the course of the night, wavered between attempting to engage in sexual behavior with another intoxicated individual and removing that individual from a situation they expressed they didn't want to be involved in. Marceline shared this text conversation with another member of the wiki who has since publicly stated that they do not wish to speak on the subject, so we've chosen to leave their name out. Since their ban, Marceline has posted screenshots of both the text conversation and DMs including screenshots of the conversation with the other unnamed member of the wiki. They've stated they believe this member twisted their story recounted in the text conversation shared with them in a report to the anti-harassment team. In response, anti-harassment team captain Dr. Everett Mann posted to the log, Recently, user Marceline Rains was banned by the anti-harassment team for offsite actions. He has since attempted to publicly blame a site member for their ban. AHT would like to clarify that the logs that were used to determine the outcome of this case were not those that were being shown by the banned user, as they had posted about their actions in multiple places. Anti-harassment team will not be entertaining any questions as to who made the reports in question. And now, the sound of your mother making homemade bagels. Somebody tell your mother her bagels are delicious. Sounds like CD, I think, just showed up. Hello, CD. 
Hello. Just walked in the door. Yeah, I did. So somebody fucking left it open. Security's <laughs> ass around through. here. No one's trying to chase all the bats out. <laughs> <laughs> they're supposed to be here. This is like, their home now. Like Neopets, only they're still alive. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait, this implies that Neopets were previously alive and they're all, like, taxidermied. Well, well, no, it's just if you stopped going on the site and you had to feed them, like, to keep them alive, oh. all of us stopped going onto the website to feed our pets. So if you log Shit. in, they're all dead. There's, like, a right. massive virtual Neopet graveyard. How long does it take, <laughs> how long does it take for them to become neo crude oil what neo crude oil that's that's an advertisement opening coming to a store near I... you somebody tell dotto oh god right god. well cd it looks like you're gonna have to write a dotto <laughs> article it's fucking apparently <laughs> crude oil <laughs> I just need to sample, like, various <laughs> quotes <laughs> and just run with them. There, there will be plenty of those. <laughs> There's plenty of material. <laughs> okay, so CD, author of three articles on the wiki. You've got a tail. You've got yes. a skip. What's, what's the third one? Oh, shit. Mm. Um, okay, so it's, it's two SCPs and one tail uh, and an author page that I desperately need to update. It's, it's very boring. With all three um, of your things. Yeah, with all three pieces. Isn't that the minimum for an author page? Like, you have to have uh, Maybe. <laughs> maybe it is. That's three more than the rest of us did here. You, did, you, did you sandbox a draft of your author page, like, before? <laughs> no, no, I actually... So, I did intend to write more, and I started an article that I've been working on for like months now and I just haven't known how to edit it but like it's a it's a fun piece I'm excited it's about a it's about a big old fish and there's a little science mystery it's like Jurassic Park S um, but the issue is I, I think part of the problem is I stopped being a STEM major now like <laughs> two years ago I stopped, I so I'm stopped. like shit I just lost it. I lost the vibe. I need to go like stand and stand on a white coat for a couple hours and I'll kind of get back to it. <laughs> Lab coat. So does this does this article with the giant fish uh, is there crude oil production involved? Uh, so Oh my god. So no. Um but it it does mention the Aleutian Islands and there's probably drilling around there somewhere. It's between a you know, between Alaska and Russia, there's got to be something. Oh yeah. Yeah. Something there. Somewhere. That and all the crabs. All of our all of our uh, listeners who are really into drilling for oil, please feel free to correct me. <laughs> if we've got any members of the oil fandom if in any, here, <laughs> if any of you happen to frack, call me. <laughs> Cassie's trying to get fracked, guys. <laughs> it's a bit a bit of crude humor here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, get out. Get out. No, 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 no. Fuck. Get out. Get out. The puns no. are refreshing. Are we ready for Don't Blink? Yes. All right. Oh, okay, CD. We typically oh. give our guests one second to mm -hmm. see a piece of artwork and 10 seconds to describe it. But okay. this time, since Excuse me. Oh, God. you have an affinity for um, TTRPGs. 
So we are going to use this <laughs> palm-sized D20. <clears throat> For an investigation check, you'll get a 0.5 multiplier on your roll. And that's how long you'll have to view the image. All right. And then when the image goes away, you'll still have 10 seconds to describe the image that you saw. Okay. Okay. All right. So I'm going to put it in this, this basket. Of mine. basket. <laughs> on screen. On screen. Let me see. I can show you. <laughs> and uh, I guess I'll just start shaking it and you tell me when to stop. All right. Okay, okay. You, you can you can stop. Ooh. 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 Yeah, that's that's a, a big number. That's an 18. 18. Damn. All right. Ooh. So that makes nine seconds. Okay. Generous. All right. Here we go. Oh, my. And nine. All right, let, let me let me know when to start. Go for it. All right, uh, lar large ethereal individual floating in the cosmos. There's a planet in front of them. They're talking about uh, hope, dying in darkness, or some shit like that. There's clouds. They're looking very wistful and, and sad, one might say. Uh, and there there's stuff happening with that planet. I, uh, frankly, I don't know what it is. <laughs> stuff happening. <laughs> Also, that individual That's... may or may not have been born with a penis. We don't know because the planet is <laughs> yeah. covering the... Someone called Panther. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Okay. The moment I saw it, my brain started to sing Captain Planet. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <clears throat> Nolan, you're too young. Motherfucker, you think I don't know what Captain Planet is? <laughs> Roll again. This is how okay. we get nothing done. How's that nice roll? It feels a little heavy on the front end. Gotcha, gotcha. Never you ever think about a. Uh, ever think about birds? What about birds? Are they real? That's a real. Are birds even? Yeah, right. I'm pretty sure they're all uh, spy cameras. I mean, the birds are the tools that the boars want to see. You think they taste like chicken? Probably. Dinosaurs taste <laughs> like chicken. Damn. Or does chicken taste like dinosaur? See, you gotta roll it better because it stopped related. on 18 again. It did. <laughs> it, passion! Gusto! Passion! More passion! More passion! More passion! More energy! More energy! energy. <laughs> Zest. <laughs> all right, all right I'll, I'll give you a break. You can stop now. You need a mandated break. Thank you for coming on that trip with me. You're welcome. That's a 13. It's a 13. 13. Here we go. We get uh, six and a half. Yeah, six and mm -hmm. a half. Okay. Average. Yeah. <laughs> Great personality. <laughs> Uh, first panel, hold it. something on a fork. Kind of looks meatballish, but it's not. Takes a bite out of it. It's it's bad. It's a bad time. 
in the back of their throat skull stuff is happening. And the image is teal with red highlighted. There's bad. It's bad. <laughs> skull stuff is happening. Skull stuff. That's skull a bad time. <laughs> <laughs> Underlined four times. It's bad. Last one. I just see the, the fear in your eyes having to roll the fucking dice for like 12 minutes again. Well, what I was going to say earlier about tasting of chicken. If you've seen The Matrix, okay. uh, Mouse uh, starts talking to Neo uh-huh. about the taste <laughs> oh of chicken. Gosh. And he's like, I wonder if just everything tastes of chicken, because we don't really know what it is. So it's just naturally everything tastes of chicken. It's just art. Can you imagine if they brought back dinosaurs Jurassic Park style and all the gym bros are like tripping over themselves because, oh my God, dinosaur meat protein. I would eat the shit out of uh, dinosaur meat. I, yeah. I would be mad about it, but I would try it at least. I want to go, I want to go to South America to go to Brazil just to eat iguana. I mean, you could go to Florida for that. I probably could. <laughs> you can also. There's a. There's an entire. My brain's only thinking of the word genre. That's not the right thing. There's an entire genre of woman in Florida, which is like divorcee that hunts pythons. Oh, love it! It's great. You should read we about call it. Her, we call her mommy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you can you can stop with the with the shaking now. You got a seven. Ooh. Ah, Ooh. brutal. All right. That's three and a half. Three and a half seconds. I, I believe in this myself. Is such a good one for three and a half seconds, though. Man. Oh, no. It's okay. It really is. Oh. I believe in myself so much right now. Okay. Roger. <gasps> so there's like a, there's a, there's some, there's some deer-esque, tree-esque stuff happening on the left-hand side of the image. Uh, there's, there's, there's orbs. It's, there's a ring of orbs. Uh, there's a uh, woman on the right-hand side, or girl, who looks very confused. Probably in some kind of school uniform. It's grayscale. It's grayscale. <laughs> That's where you're getting. A little less of a bad time, but who knows? You know, yeah. <laughs> it's terrible, because, like, I can... I know what the image looks like, but it's- if you ask me to describe it, I'm like, there's some spider tree shit happening. And also, at the artist of all of these, these are incredible pieces, so please don't take my horrible descriptions... <laughs> Did you hear- As an insult, I admire them deeply. I just my brain's broken. So we'll go, we'll go back and we'll go back and actually put them up there, and I'll tell you what these Rudder, are. Rudder. So these uh, all are sneak previews of the artwork from the SCP Daybreak graphic novel. Oh! Oh snap! Not what sure is? who this being is. Yeah. But yeah, some definite uh, omnipotence going on there. Some godly stuff. That's a disgusting picture. I love the color contrast on yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Now with the this with the context so... of this is happening in the Daybreak universe. Yeah, yeah. No, I would rather have not had a moment to process this. Yeah, I mean, no, but this this is I love I love images with intense contrast. I love me a good teal and red combo. Yes, it's very pretty. And it definitely sends terrifying. a message. It lets you know what exactly is going on in this. Picture. Yeah, exactly. It's it's the it's the emphasis. It's bad. Yeah. Something is bad. You were right. <laughs> you know, thank you. I'm a fucking genius. <laughs> <laughs> and then the third one. That is Dear God. It is Dear God. Dear God. I love yeah. Dear God. Love me a good dear God. I love I just, dear the, God. The, the, the like half a second flash he put up there. I was like, surely this is a spider. And then he brought it back <laughs> up. I was like, no, 
dear God. Dear God. Oh, We're dear bad. God. Oh, dear God. I love him. They're putting the entire Daybreak Hub in oh this graphic. Oh, my God. Novel. They have wow. uh, the list of artists that they sent me was like eight artists long. And these are guys from all over the world. So it's going to be oh, it's going to be something to look at. Now let's do two truths and a lie. Here we ask and or blackmail a wiki author to tell us two facts about themselves along with one lie. And you as the audience get to guess which is the lie. Last week, Phantom gave us this batshit crazy mess. One, her dad was a cocaine cowboy in Detroit in the 1970s. Number two, she didn't know that AFAB folk, that's assigned female at birth, didn't have dick until she was 16 years old. And number three, she had a sexual awakening while watching a safe for work furry raid <laughs> video of Sandstorm by Daru. Okay. This is the kind of this is the kind of stuff we did last week. It was the trip. So I my pick was the cocaine cowboy because Same. I, I just I have to math this out, alright? My dad <laughs> was barely old enough to be a cocaine cowboy in Detroit in the 1970s and I'm 41 yeah and even my dad would have been in his late teens right. in the 70s so it's kind of possible and I'm thinking like if her dad is older than our dads it would have been possible but yeah plausible yeah possible absolutely likely less likely than the other two things that's, that's what I'm going <laughs> with Oh, I picked last week's. Yeah, I chose the AFAB folk with no dicks because, honestly, besides sounding something like Phantom would do, it sounds like something I would think. I would think so. I relate. <laughs> huh. Oh man. Okay. Try not to just default to groupthink. That's my problem here. It's terrible that we all are so sure of the fact that three is not the one. <laughs> but also, we know why. Yes, it's Phantom. I say this so lovingly. <laughs> it's right. Phantom. It's Phantom. Um, Phantom. I, mean, I, <laughs> I may have to go with the math of the cocaine cowboys. Going with cocaine cowboy? I'm sorry. I got to the math maths. The math maths. Do we have anything from social media or are we losers again this week? <laughs> losers? So no responses on social media. Okay. The lie. Oh, I know what you mean. The, there it is. Welcome to the segment. Welcome to the show, guys. We're back. <clears throat> we're so back. We're back. Uh, so <laughs> the lie was uh, her dad was a cocaine cowboy in Detroit. Oh, my God. Because her dad was a cocaine cowboy in Miami in the 70s. It would have been Miami. Ah, she's mean. We got it right for the wrong reason, but I'll take it. Yep. Incredible. All right, CD, what do you got in that bag? What are your two truths and a lie? <clears throat> I was in my first building fire just this past July. I have never, despite years of edgy music, and now one candelabra, perhaps too soon. 
I have never dyed my hair black. And um, I own a minimum that confirmed three possum skulls. Naturally. Naturally. So never dyed your hair black. I know one of those is true. Uh-huh. I'm, my guess oh. is my guess is going to be you've never dyed your hair black. My mm-hmm. guess is first building fire. I'm choosing to believe it wasn't the first. Okay. <laughs> so I'm guessing number one, multiple okay. building fires have happened. All right. I'm guessing that you don't own a minimum of three possum skulls. I believe you have more. Ooh, okay. Wow, we all picked a different one. Let's, yeah, among, let's see the- among other things buried somewhere. <laughs> three, <laughs> so there's four. like three whole possum skulls and like six half skulls, or like <laughs> seven jaw bones, a couple of eye sockets. I'm still cinema. trying to put these together. Like it's all gorilla like, glue and possum skull pieces. <laughs> two and a quarter, and the rest are all others. Not possible. Yeah, it's actually, it's like the, what is it, the, the night crawlers? It's actually just me. <laughs> just like retrieving skulls and going about my way. By candelabra light. <laughs> candelabra light. Do you walk around in the dark in a long white nightgown? I'm a holding? small Victorian child at heart, yes. <laughs> have, you, have you ever had <laughs> tuberculosis? Have you ever died of the Let's let's talk about it, shall we? <laughs> Are you a typhoid carrier? Do you know any creepy Victorian lullabies? Ooh. Oh. Because you talk most... it's October now. It's spooky Ooh, season. True. And those those creepy Victorian lullabies, man, they're they're gonna come back for like three weeks and then they'll be gone again. We have a Halloween oh, episode and Grigori will be our guest that day. Oh goddamn. If we can find you a book of a book uh-huh. of Victorian uh, poetry, like children's poems, okay, would you do a segment for our Halloween episode where you read Victorian? And I, I'll put the I'll put oh, the music absolutely. over the back of it. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. You'll have to send me your PO box so I can Amazon it to you. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. All right, Nolan. Love it. You want to take us out? Hey. We'll drop that on our socials, leave us a comment down below, and tell us what you think. You want to hang out with us and close out listener mail? Oh, that was that was for CD. Sorry, I should have put an orange yes in there. Oh. Kelsey. <laughs> Why are you dropping all the balls? Been, it has been your... a busy week, okay? I had to, like, write those Twitter articles from scratch. Kelsey, fine. I will fine. redo it. Fine. 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 And that's all we have for this week. Thank you so much for joining us. Remember, patrons get more content at patreon.com slash scpweekly. And as of 
this week we have reduced our five dollar tier to two dollars so for one dollar you can support the show for two dollars you can get early access to episodes and the extended cuts of this and all other episodes uh literally the show is twice as long on patreon we can take all that content and make it its own show that's how much it is it's totally worth it and your support helps keep the lights on Blackwood Presents was performed by John Winfield. Your Mom Making Bagels was actually Tumor of the Worlds by Slowgramming. Find it at soundcloud.com slash slowgramming. Intro and outro music was Keep Dancing the Whole Way by OTE. The Deep Well was SCP-7182 by Toaster and performed by Sirius Bacon. Thanks to CD, I think, for pretending to pretend to RPG with us. Thanks to our sponsor, <laughs> Dotto's Clean Out the Poop Shoot Pill. SCP Weekly is distributed by Smooth Cadence Productions. SCP Weekly is not affiliated with the SCP Foundation Wiki, and as such, the opinions presented in this program are our own and do not necessarily reflect those of the Wiki board staff. Music is provided by Epidemic Sound. Content relating to the SCP Foundation, including the SCP Foundation logo, is licensed under Creative Commons Sharealike 3.0, and all concepts originate from the SCP Wiki and its authors. This recording being derived from this content is also released under CC by SA 3.0. Until next time, I'm Kelsey. I'm Cassie. And I'm Nolan. Hey, it's silent. And this has been SCP Weekly. So Cassie got to fangirl on Phantom last week. I'm going to fanboy on CD, I think, just for a little bit. <laughs> so when I read the old masters, I, there's very few articles that I've read on the SCP wiki that I, I read and like immediately started hearing exactly how it should flow. And I like mm. immediately, I was like, I got to get Amanda McKnight to do the voices in these paintings. I've got to get this. I've got to get, this is the music that I'm going to be doing. These are the, the voices and um, the character immersion, like the text messages between Jules and her mom, like all the way through it, mm -hmm. it was, your characters um the old masters uh won't you think of the children like the the scp mary poppins is what i call it like <laughs> that, that article is not just about like the kids and the house that moves and it does the things the article is just as much about the relationship between the two agents that have been sent to investigate this thing so you mm -hmm. in in all of the articles that i've read are one of the best character writers on the wiki and i don't know if i told you when i was doing the old masters i spent probably five hours going through sound effects of footsteps just oh, yeah. for the click yeah. click click of jules boots and i was listening just boot click after boot click after boot click <laughs> that's not jules's boots that's not jules's boots that's not oh, that's the one that's jules like five hours in it's it's wonderful yeah. It's, it's a great, it's great clicking sound. I mean, that's actually, that description, click, was one of the most, uh, other than the whole, so I, if, you know, I don't know if the other two of you know about this, but if you go in the comments section of that tale, there was a whole fiasco where people lost their minds because I made the main character use they, them mm. pronouns. And holy shit, that is, le that is less controversial or, sorry, that is considered more controversial by some people than the fact that a homicide occurs. But um, the other thing that people point out is like, you say click instead of like clack or thug. And I'm like, 
If you've heard like sharp heel noises, it's a click. I'm not compromising on that. So when you got that sound, I was like, oh, this is actually perfect. <laughs> like this is just every, sometimes I will just go back and like self-indulgently listen to the recordings of my work that you've done because they're, they're wonderful. It brings so much joy. So bringing it full circle, what I didn't know uh-huh. until yesterday was this, the original suggestion to your friend to have me record your article for your birthday Mm-hmm. Came from Cassie. Oh, Cassie was the one who originally said, "Hey, you should reach out to SCP Unredacted." Oh my god, he had come up in uh, in chat on the Discord. One of the main things was getting him to do the stories of. Oh, we lost Nolan. Oh. Uh, yeah, I meant yes. Uh, and it had come up in in chat because we had been talking about that so much and i'm like just just talk to unredacted <laughs> just go and say hey do this thing can you do this thing will you do this thing have you ever th- written anything like space theme Ooh. Ooh, okay not so actually yes backtracking yes a while back um nothing I always tend to, I, I am truly like a, a character-centered person. I can't not write people in dialogue. But what is what is happening here? I'm going to reach through this microphone and slap uh-huh. Kelsey. So in your space oh, no. theme. <laughs> Terrifying. Oh, fucking shit sake. What would be the minimum number of stars that you would include in a galaxy? <laughs> this bitch! Oh, God. This absolute bitch. Oh shit! Okay, um, fine. Stars? How many? Dude, like, there's 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 more. There's like thousands of trillions, right? Right, but in but yes, but, but, but think this of is what your you universe. Need as like you're a writing. Minimum. You're creating. This is my yeah. universe. What would be the minimum number? The minimum number of stars that you would put in that universe? Okay. The people deserve to. Well, know. I like I like my. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucked. Um. I like my my space things to be bright against the dark horrors of the cosmos. So I'd say a, a solid thousand trillion. We'll go with that. We'll go with that original estimate. I'm saying uh, a cool minimum thousand trillion. That's what she said. I don't know what the actual term for that number is, but like a lot. It's a quadrillion. What's... There you go. It is, is a it quadrillion. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Four. Yeah. <laughs> Kelsey, you need to stop bringing this up. You need to stop. Which way are you? You! I'm over here. You need to chill. (laughs) I've had it. You're going to bring this up with everyone, aren't you? Every single time. (laughs) We've set the precedent. Brutal. Brutal. I mean, everybody's going to have their own ideas, you know. This is now a space podcast. <laughs> Yo, Pigs we just make it. We just they canceled space. discovery. We just start. No, they canceled discovery. Oh, no. But that's okay that they canceled discovery because uh, Strange New Worlds is fucking supreme Star Trek. I haven't watched. Holy it goddamn yet. dog shit, Cassie! You should you should not do this show, <laughs> and you should damn. fucking watch. All right, I got it. Did uh-huh. We're not even going to start the episode. Cassie's going to go watch Strange New Worlds right now. You should do that. And then there's <laughs> Lower Decks. Oh, 
my god, dude, the Lower Decks Strange New Worlds crossover. Poor CD is here. Oh, trying oh to- I'm here. I'm witnessing. <laughs> and then, <laughs> okay. And then one of the recent episodes of the season with the Moopsie. Oh, the Moopsie. Moopsie. Yes. Yeah. Moopsie. Oh my god. Yeah, Cassie, it's just uh, they go to like this like they go to this like intergalactic like zoo from like that houses creatures the menagerie yeah the menagerie of all across the universe and there's this one creature called the moopsie which is which is is designed to be the most fucking adorable creature you have ever seen and it's cuter than tribbles it it drinks your bones yeah and the thing is yeah the thing is Uh it's adorable but it's it's fucking terrifying yeah one of the most dangerous creatures in the galaxy because it oh fools God. you with its adorableness and it literally drinks your bones. Yes. This is this is what I frequently do to people I encounter. Look at what you did to our podcast, CD. When Look, I'm not when this, I'm not wandering. This devolved into You're gonna blame me and not the fucking moopsie? Yes. <laughs> I see. Moopsie. No, CD, you're writing about space. This is your fault. How are the vampires on Mars? <laughs> How are they doing? I don't know. It's probably a little less sunny, so maybe okay? Maybe better. Yeah, maybe, maybe worse. Maybe, 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 maybe. Do they <laughs> need like air? Us. Do they not? Who knows? I guess. Shit. <laughs> Good question, actually. It sounds like a story you need to write. It's vampires on oh, Mars. <laughs> do you want me to just write about a fucking vampire suffocating to death on Mars? I'll send it in and we'll have serious <laughs> bacon. Oh my god, write a short article and we'll have serious bacon read it. Yeah, I'll just write a, a shitpost story oh called Gregory god. fucking dies. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. This, this was wonderful. <laughs> But I am aware of you needing to go to bed. <laughs> I do. I, am I gotta get highly, my little EPDP. I am very aware of what time it is for you. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Well, thank y'all. This was this was really fun. I appreciate thanks it. Thanks for this joining. Was a ball. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for coming. Of course. Well, in two weeks, I'll reach out to you and. We'll oh find yes. What you want about? About your absolutely about your lies. <laughs> of course. Lies and slander. Lies, slander, and candelabras. Oh my. All right. Okay, talk to y'all then. Bye bye. Bye bye.
SCP fans. We're the podcast Simply Creative People, focused on the stories in the SCP universe and discussing creative processes. I'm Grigori Carpin, author of the wiki. Wow, the whole wiki. I'm Harry Blank, author of, I guess, the only hundred or so pages Grigori didn't write. Together, it's our sworn duty to endlessly flaunt the creative works of SCP writers and bask in their reflected glory, while Grigori tries to make good points, and I attempt to stop him. Right, all of that. But we're also interested in bridging the gap between all of the fans of the SCP fiction. Whether that means you enjoy YouTube videos or read the wiki regularly, we're the podcast for you. We frequently have guests on to talk about the projects or about things that they love. And right now, we're doing a deep dive into different groups of interest and recommending a few articles each episode. So join us for a semi-weekly discussion podcast where we mock each other and talk about the stories you love. You may just learn something. Find the show on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or at our show page on anchor.fm slash simply dash creative dash people. Or follow the show on Twitter at S-I-M-C-R-E-A-T. 